tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. Good afternoon and welcome to Joy Newsroom. The news is live on the Joy News channel. It's also on DSTV channel 421 and Go TV channel 125. Coming up in the next 60 minutes, 2023 Africa Cup of Nations begins today in La Côte d'Ivoire with the giants of football on the continent facing each other for the bragging rights of being the best footballer nation. Meanwhile, Joy Sports editor Gary Al Smith is a SWAG journalist of the year. We'll bring you details of that. And once again, former President Atamil's death resurrected. This time, President Akufado is questioning why his autopsy result is not available to the family and the public. We have details of his interaction with Kukwa Indo and the Oduma clan of Ikunfi when he called on him at Jubilee House. These and more in the next 16 minutes. My name is Faustina Safo. Thanks for choosing us. For your home of independent, fearless, incredible journalism, six stadia, five cities in Africa's 28 biggest country, ready to open this year's Africa Cup of Nations later today. The giants of football on the continent are also ready to face each other for the bragging rights of being the best footballing nation. Many countries are hopeful of winning the Covetous Cup and title as the best in Africa. 
We also know that unlikely Senegal, which is only burdened with defending the last title, Ghana has 42-year curse to break. Now we start from the camp of the Blacksters, where Richmond Lamte's career was almost shattered after being handed a two-and-a-half-year ban by the Ghana FA Disciplinary Committee for alleged involvement in a match-fixing scandal. Well, a few months ago, the Kotoko midfielder has turned his fortunes around and is currently in contention to feature for the Black Stars at the African Cup of Nations. His mother, Mami Dufier, and Asante Kotoko have reacted to the change of destiny. Hannah Mubarak has the rest of the story. Lamte now stands on the pinnacle of his career, being part of the Black Stars in Ivory Coast for the upcoming Africa Cup of Nations. But the road was never easy. Lamte's story is woven with threads of hard work and dedication. In the serene corners of his infancy, Lamte's passion for the beautiful game became apparent. In Accra, he would hold a ball in front of him as he crawled. When he began to walk, he would hold my finger and drag me along while chasing the ball. Then I realized he had passion for football. Transitioning from those quiet corners, Lamte embarked on a trajectory that shaped his skills. After joining Firenord Academy in Pram Pram, he later signed for Wafa before finding his footing at Inter Allies. When he arrived at Inter Allies, he was a little bit raw. So I had to teach him uh, being a midfield player, playing as a central player. I think you have to advance more so that you get, you get hold of the ball and uh, you can make some goals. You know, as a midfield player, if you cannot make goals, it means uh, you, you, your talent is being reduced. So I, he experienced so many things for me. I have to teach him how uh, he will spread the ball. You, as a midfielder, how you spread the ball to your strikers to score. And uh, from Italia, I think he moved to Ashantiko Doko, and he has now become a finished product. The Porcupines, recognizing Lamte's prowess, secured him on a three-year deal in September 2021. His impact was immediate, playing a pivotal role in Kotoko clinching the Premier League title for the first time since 2014. Then the narrative took a somber turn. A match-fixing scandal involving inter-allies and Ashanti Gold led to a 30-month ban imposed by the Ghana Football Association's Disciplinary Committee, threatening to derail Lamte's promising journey. At the time, I felt immense sadness that such an innocent child was banned. I was deeply concerned about what he was going to do. He wasn't answering my calls, and I feared he might harm himself. He was not mentally stable. The setback was significant for him. 
oba edidie kura na edine ye dem pa bo ase nyam tre you know it, it it kills his morale it kills everything that he got from him as a player you know when you when you have that moments in your career as a player you know it demoralizes you sometimes you want to quit football because it's a disgrace your name goes to the whole everywhere in the world that you have been banned you are you know you are you are much fixing and Asante Kotoko took up the mantle, passionately pursuing justice at the court of arbitration for sports. When the issue came up, we heard that PFAG had filed um, a case on behalf of the play of, of the players at the court of arbitration for sports. We took the list. I, I as an administrative manager, first of all went into the issue, saw that Richmond's name had been omitted. And so I informed the CEO at the time, um, Nanaya Amponsa, I informed him that unfortunately Richmond's name is um, out. And then he told me that, uh, Ima, we have to do the case for the boy. I said, once he agrees, uh, we should do it. Then I told him the cost implications and all that if we are filing the case. Then he said, no problem, we should do it for the boy. The unwavering pursuit of justice bore fruit after 363 days leading to an overwhelming sense of relief. It was the very day the, the, the verdict came out, the very day the verdict came out, I've never seen a human being scream that way. I mean, I've not seen a human being scream that way. Fortunately, when the verdict came out, I was in Accra. It was in Kumas, I was in Accra. When the verdict came out, I was with the CEO at the time. And um, we were together when the verdict came out, and he was screaming. One day, he came here, seated on a chair, and we heard that the ban was lifted. He shed tears of joy. To themselves, in front of tries to catch after a string of stellar performances that propelled Kotoko to third place in the ongoing season, just three points below league leader Samatex, Lamte reached a turning point in his career. I was extremely excited about Black Star's collab. We thank God. Uh, it's Ahana. It's Ahana. And it feels good. Um, I'm very happy. And first of all, I would like to thank Asante uh, Kotoko, Supreme Majesty Otun Force and the past and present management and the supporters and my teammates. Lamte is currently in Abidjan with his teammates in preparation for Ghana's opener against Cape Verde on Sunday. Many eagerly await the chance to see him feature and showcase his abilities on the grand stage of African football. We just pray that he gets his time to showcase his talent. Uh, whatever be the case, he will be learning. I I just pray and hope that... Uh, he stays well, 
very healthy. When you give Lamte that opportunity, he's going to spread the ball out. He's going to join attack and uh, 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 make goals for Naki Williams and, and uh, all the strikers to score. Gipa is always difficult for attackers to get at the end of it because the least contact with the goalkeeper is a foul. Awesome! Brilliant goal! It's the Allies approaching the deadlock. An absolute pitch of a goal scored at the Crossport Stadium against Hearts of Folk marked Richmond's rise into the limelight. The ban by the FA's disciplinary committee threatened to dim the light, but to no avail. It's a testament of his ability to turn pain into purpose, setback into a comeback, personifying the never-give-up spirit, which could inspire other footballers. Haruna Mubarak for Joy Sports. While still in sports, Joy Sports' Gary Al Smith was adjudged the Sports Journalist of the Year at the 48 Sports Writers Association of Ghana Awards held on Friday at the Accra International Conference Centre. The awards scheme, which is the longest-running event in the country, was held towards sportsmen and women who contributed immensely and brought honour to the country in the year 2023. Here are highlights. Ladies and gentlemen, the winner for the SWAT Journalist of the Year goes to my own friend, colleague, former schoolmate of Ghana Institute of Journalism, works at the multimedia group. Ladies and gentlemen, Gary R. Smith. of his remarkable contributions and wavering dedication, insightful reporting and exceptional storytelling skills. You have displayed an unmatched passion for delivering accurate, well-researched and compelling narratives to both traditional and modern audiences and inspiring future generations of sports journalists. Your relentless pursuit of truth backed by through research and balanced analysis has earned you so much respect and admiration from both colleagues and sports enthusiasts. Congratulations on this well-deserved recognition. Happy New Year. Right. Thank you, everybody. Good evening. And I suppose this is the first time I'm seeing all of you officially, so Happy New Year. Um, I'd like to thank God for life, for strength. Um, 13 months ago, I had a serious issue in Qatar where you might have been marking one year of my, my death by now. You know, um, as I collapsed at the World Cup and I was in the ICU for 12 days. But God is good. He's been faithful, and here we are. So thank you to God, first of all. And then to my family um, for being there, um, especially my mom. I think my mom is here. Please, please give it up for my mother. Please give it up for my mother. Um, if you give me one second, I need my mother to be here. She has to be here. 
all right and to my beautiful wife here my beautiful wife Kafui thank you so much for your support and for being there for me to my colleagues at the multimedia group my former employer CTFM the two places where I have called home and to all my colleagues who have made our job what it is today thank you so much and let's keep the fire burning I'm hoping that I always make you proud to everybody who criticizes you make us better to the vice president thank you I haven't forgotten that you called me when I had COVID at the hospital thank you so much and to the Sports Writers Association of Ghana, God bless us all. Thank you. Please, let's do it better for Gary and the team. Thank you very much. Nice. Congratulations, Gary. Now, is there an autopsy report confirming the cause of death of the former president, John Evans, at a mills? And why is the family not aware of its existence? Why is it not in the official public records? Well, these are questions President Okufuado raised when the Oduma clan of Ekunfi and Kokwaido called on him at the Jubilee House to thank government for the renovation of the SMG Park, which is a barrel. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Place for the late President Asa Mills, Nana Eyimfwa III, the Ekunfi Asaman, demanded the presidency facilitate the release of the autopsy results to the family, insisting almost 10 years on the family is yet to know the cause of death. <laughs> Me better not come here now, so no. Me who autopsy report to be able to see anything. And only me problem can see I'm in here to see anything. One significant issue within our family pertains to the absence of the autopsy reports for our late president. If questioned about the cause of the former president's death, providing response would be challenging. Because a colleague of fifty year old, a business at the end of the corner, this year now, who named your becker, 
not to talk about me. Therefore, Mr. President, the family of the late President, John Evans Fifi Atamils, along with the chiefs, are pleading with you to facilitate the release of the autopsy reports. It holds great importance for our family, and we request your assistance in resolving this matter before the end of your term. Brother of former President John Evans Atamil, Samuel Atamil, says the autopsy result is re- already a matter of public record. What is the obsession about this autopsy report? If Kukua Yidoho would be minded, he used to work for President John Evans Atamils. Do you think the president was buried as in a bag, just like a chicken? Go to AMA. They have a copy of the autopsy report. They gave us a burial certificate. Go to 37 military hospital. There's a copy of the autopsy report over there. Those who perform the autopsies are still alive. I am not the one to give them a copy of it. Now, by the way, who are these imposter uh, family members? How are they related to us? How can they be a family member of Professor John Ivan Mills? And I, the one who came from the same mother and the same father from, I'm not their relative. How? How come that whenever it gets to elections time involving President Mahama, then all these autopsy reports and everything come up. Look, MPP and Koko Aido, if you don't have anything to campaign on, please leave the peaceful Professor John Evansata Mills to rest in peace. Now, when you see a beehive, it's peaceful. But when you keep on touching it with a stick, the bees will have to come out. And you, Kwekwaido, shamefully, shamefully, you will see them eat if you want to. You have, we are trying everything to profit from Professor John Evans Atamos. You use his name to set up a fake institute. Now you are not making any money, and now autopsy reports. Anybody with average intelligence knows that you cannot bury a president without an autopsy report. But you, but, you have the president, but you have the president himself. He's unaware of any uh, autopsy report. was questioning whether there was one. With all due respect, Mr. President, you are grossly misinformed. Just like you were misinformed about the bus oil that was missing. Just the same way that you were misinformed about the Ameri deal. He's been misinformed about so many things. And unfortunately, he was misinformed by this Kukwaido. Let's shift our attention now to illegal mining because illegal miners have cut down vegetation covering more than 40 acres of land in the Amhian Subibieni municipality of the Western North region. The vast land comparable to 30 football fields included several farmlands in the Abuabo community and the Ariasu River and portions of Yahiasu East Forest Reserve, where residents of Abuabo community are, however, unperturbed by the destruction as they are ready to trade more farmlands to the miners. There's more in this report by Clinton Yibwa, who visited the municipality. 
The unlawful mining activities in many areas in the country, especially in the Ashanti and the western regions, continue to wreak havoc on land, forest reserves and water bodies in mining communities. Trees have been felled, cocoa farms and important economic crops have been cleared, either illegally or willingly, by farmers for Galamsi to thrive. At Abuabo, a small farming community in the Anyasu enclave, illegal miners have subdued farmlands spanning several acres. The Anyasu East Forest Reserve, which is one of eight forest reserves in the Anyasu Bibieni municipality, have also seen portions intruded by illegal miners in the quest for gold. The Abuabo River and Aframpia River have been heavily impacted. The Abuabo River, which leads to the Ankobra River, has been blocked to supply water for the illegal mining activities. Despite the intervention by the Rapid Response Team of the Forest Commission in 2019, the situation persists as farmers and community members connive with illegal miners to harm the forests. Where I'm standing currently, we understand it's supposed to be a cocoa farm and a plantain farm, but currently has been cleared to create this Galamsey site. We understand that behind these two sinkholes is a river that has been blocked to stall the water so that the Galamseyers or the miners who come here to mine would use it for their washing. The sad part of it is that the youth are divided as to whether this is beneficial or not. Some are defending that um, if the activities of Galamsey here would generate them revenue, does it matter if a small stream is blocked? Theophilus Kofi, a resident, says the community is willing to lease all lands for illegal miners. The government doesn't help us. If a Galamsea will listen to us, then we will give him the land. It has helped us to get jobs and maintain calmness in this community. Even if government wants to extend the mining to other areas, we are in support of it. Some political leaders in the area are alleged to be owning illegal mining sites. Christopher Ajidu. Who is ready to resist attempts to restore the wreckage says the Galamseyas obtained the lands lawfully. They did not illegally acquire these lands. They come into some agreements. Owners have assessed and they are okay with the agreements. The owner of this land, which is now a site, has bought his car. He agreed to it. Whilst their resistance has been fierce, some concerned community members are appalled by the looming health and environmental hazards of illegal mining. Chem Samuel, a farmer in the Abuabo community, observed that strong political hands make the fight against illegal miners difficult. He is therefore appealing to the Minerals Commission and anti-Galamsey institutions to intensify measures to curb the menace in the Amiasu enclave. As a good citizen, I'm just calling upon the government to come and help us because I hope the pictures and the videos there, the machines which are parked there, and you saw how the guys were even trying to uh, attack me at the site, you all know, because somebody has sent them. They even told me for this one, it will not go anywhere because they know where they are coming from. And uh, I'm just a poor guy. Even I don't have money for my schooling, neither can I fight those people. They are mentioning names. 
So I'm urging the governments to come in to fight for us. Municipal Chief Executive Paul Ando, however, believes the authorities in the municipality have been proactive in the fight against illegal mining. He says lack of jobs and quest for development should not be an excuse for the devastation of lands, forests and water bodies through illegal mining. So I quickly lays with my commander's DMC, that is the District Mining Committee. I think they went there and nobody was uh, seen at the site. But as on their way coming, four excavators was gathered at a specific community. And through their investigation, they are here to find out actually who owned there. The fact that the assembly or the government is not adhering uh, to their efforts it doesn't necessarily call for illegal mining because we cannot say actually we are hungry so that we can use our both hands to eat. So far, over 14 regions in this country are suffering from the devastation of illegal mining. One can also realize how underdevelopment and unemployment are tied to the illegal mining activities in this country. But from the municipal chief executive of BBNE municipality, a hungry man is not supposed to eat with two hands. As to what update would be coming, we'd be on grounds to report. From BBNE, my name is Clinton Yabua for Joy News. Now, still in the Ashanti region, the Asante Hino 24822 II has urged the Inspector General of Police to ensure a peaceful conduct of the 2024 general elections on December 7th. This was after the Police Management Board, led by Dr. George Akufo-Dampere, paid a curtsy call on the Asantehini Dementia Palace as part of a New Year engagement with some stakeholders in the Ashanti region. The Asantehini urged the IGP and the Police Management Board to put in place measures to prevent chaos during the polls. Nambwachi Adam has more in the following report. The Police Management Board, led by Dr. George Akufo-Dampere, paid a courtesy call on the Asantehini Adamantia Palace as part of a New Year engagement with some stakeholders in the Ashanti region. While encouraging the police to maintain its visibility operations, the Asantehini admonished the IGP to ensure a peaceful election in December. We have had numerous elections, but this looks very much heated. I don't understand why it is always like that when we are approaching elections, especially this election. I am encouraging you to ensure a peaceful election in December. Let us continue to enjoy the peace we have as a country. The Asantehini commended the IGP for ensuring an incident-free unitide and encouraged the police management board to widen its patrol activities nationwide. Dr. George Akufidampari promised to maintain the police visibility plan in the Ashanti region and across the country. Yes, 
na ne yeshim kina na ne yeshim kina kosi se se ne be ya ifri samri ya kui emel biya na obi pesu obaye man we tighten security because we knew a lot of people would travel into our country so we had to protect everybody our visibility team were all over the country and we intend to do more the police management board later engaged members of the Ghana Union of Traders Association to better appreciate their concerns to help boost security. That we reported to IG about some theft cases in our marketplaces. Um, so the IG assured us that it's going to embark on uh, education program and security on security issues. So we started this and uh, with Kantama to Abusoka and some few areas. And then we resolved to come to the Ashanti region today to embark on the same education. What uh, the citizens need to know and what uh, the police also have to do in terms of security. For Joe News, Nana Boachi Dankwa Yadom, Kumasim. The Paramount Queen or Mother of Shai Osudoku Nana Amponsadukia III is livid over the lack of development in Shai Osudoku traditional area in the Greater Accra region. She laments that the traditional area cannot boast of a kilometer of tar road, even though they have remained loyal to the NDC and have voted for the party since 1992. She made the remarks in Dodua when the NDC's women caucus. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. In Parliament, led by MP Fadan Comfort Danza, paid a catchy call on the chiefs and queen mothers of Dodua. Carlos Caloni has the rest of the report. Chiefs and queen mothers drawn from the two traditional councils, Usudoku and Shai, met with the leadership of the National Democratic Congress NDC's Women Caucus in Parliament at Dodua to deliberate and foster collaboration ahead of the 2024 general elections. The chiefs and queen mothers took turns to express their grievances and suggestions. 
The paramount queen mother of Osudeku traditional area, Nana Amponsa Dokuya III, said residents of the area are not happy with the NDC for not championing developmental agenda of the area, even though they have remained loyal to the party for decades. Shai Osudoku is not happy. And all the people in Shai Osudoku, especially the traditional leaders, are sitting on the timing board. We are not happy. Somebody will ask why. Nothing is going on in Shai Osudoku. Shai Osudoku has voted for NDC for so many years. Since 1992, Shai Osudoku has never changed from NDC as MP to any other party. But nothing is going on. So we are saying to the MP, this time, if they don't take care, things will turn out or things will change. The rose in Shai Osudoku is very, very, especially Osudoku traditional area. No one tight road will say quota. A local man will tell you quota. No one quota road in Osudoku traditional area. A divisional mankralo for the Osudoku paramountcy, Nene Tetewayo I, blames the lack of development on the disconnect that exists between the MP of the area, Linda Akwele Oklu, and the traditional authority. For the past four years or so, eight years, we've not even met her before as a traditional authority. You can imagine the distance between our MP and the traditional authority and the community. It is contributing about 200% of the underdevelopment that we are having in our community. If you don't meet your MP, how would you, the MP, know your challenges? The Paramount Queen Mother of Shai Osudoku, Nana Amponsa Dokuya III, however, warns of ballot box prohibition in 2024 elections if roads remain unimproved. Either we will not vote at all. We will not allow any ballot box to enter Osudoku traditional area. We will leave shy. But Osudoku traditional area, we may not allow even ballot box to enter there. People will not come out to vote. But the MP for Shai Osudoku, Linda Oklu and her leader, Comfort Doyogansa, are short. The concerns have been duly noted and that remedial measures will be taken to foster a stronger relationship towards development. In fact, I'm a little bit sad though because I don't play with the chiefs and queen mothers within the shire. They are the custodian of the land. So I don't play with them. So anyway, I've taken it in a good way. And henceforth, like you said, I'm going to make sure that we engage them uh, I'm going to engage them very soon so that uh, we know the problems within uh, the traditional uh, the chiefs and the opinion leaders within the constituency. We will work on them. Those that are beyond our control to will send them to the appropriate quarters. But I'm assuring them that as a traditional street, the party is with them. And we stand with them in this difficult time or this difficult economy we are with them the assurance we want to give them is they should work hard for the incoming president that's john dramani mahama to get a seat for now the traditional authorities say they remain open to working with any political party that will bring development to their communities for Joy News, Carlos Caloni, Dodoa. And let's take you back to our earlier story. Joy Sports' Gary Al Smith has been adjudged the Sport Journalist of the Year 
at the 48th Sports Rights Association of Ghana Awards held on Friday at the Accra International Conference Centre. He joins me live here on Joe Newsroom with more. Gary, congratulations are in right order. What does this award mean for you, though? Thank you very much, first of all. Um, what it means for me is that, you know, it's uh, just a challenge to do more of what um, the Sports Writers Association of Ghana saw and felt was worth honoring. And um, I believe that I've always tried to be consistent every day to uphold the principles of, of our profession, um, to represent Ghana at every opportunity that I have internationally and um, as I always do when I travel, I, I literally physically hold my Ghana flag. And all I want to do and all I've wanted to do is to represent this country at the global level in the best way that I can. Oh, congratulations. But any idea what got you this recognition? Um, well, in the year under review, um, in the past two years, I've had probably some of the best years in my career. Um, before the World Cup, I worked with FIFA and traveled across the continent to look at facilities. And I believe that was the first time an African journalist had been given that access to do that. Um, in the intervening period as well, I have, I think maybe it's one of the reasons, have incredible access to information at the global level that has allowed me to report and break news um, outside Ghana very, very frequently. On the local front, I think that I have, um, you know, done what I always do, try to keep the authorities accountable and to be fair in my reportage and to lead our talented, talented group at Joy Sports to be the best that we can be as well. So maybe I, that's maybe, maybe that's the, the, the reason why, you know, I've been given this. Well, talking about leading the Joy Sports team, we know that the African Cup of Nations starts today. How are we covering it? Well, unfortunately, um, and I know our, our listeners don't want to hear this, we don't have the television rights for the commentary, unfortunately. Hmm. We do have some programming around the Cup of Nations. We have AFCON today, Monday to Fridays at 1 p.m., both on Joy News and on Joy Prime. We have a show on Joy FM as well that will be looking at the AFCON. And throughout our bulletins throughout the day, we'll be having updates. And we have one of our reporters, Muftar Nabila Abdullahi, in Cote d'Ivoire to bring us all the updates from the Black Stars. But what are the chances of the Black Stars seeing the competition ahead? Well, it's a very tricky question because, I mean, everybody who watches the Black Stars knows that in the past year or so, they've not been great. Mm. So um, it, will be, it will not be accurate and true to tell um, our, our audience that they should expect too much of and from the Black Stars. I think we should keep our expectations low. But we do have a very good squad. What we don't have is a coach who seems to know how to use them. So let's hope and pray that our coach, Chris Huting, will be using our players who are very, very decent, use them properly to bring some glory to the country. Well, we hope it goes well for us this year. Probably we'll come home with a cup, don't you think? Okay. That will be fantastic. I've not seen the trophy in my lifetime. <laughs> so, yes, that would be know, nice. We're praying. We're hoping it will come to pass. Well, we're taking a quick breather here on Johnny's Room. We'll be back with more. Do stay tuned in.
First Guy Group, a wholly owned Ghanaian company made up of First Guy Construction, First Guy Bitumen Processing, First Sky Commodities, Volta Serene Hotel, Serene Insurance, First Sky Energies, and Ferro Rural Bank. Warmly invite you to its 21st Thanksgiving service on the theme, The Faithfulness of the Lord Never Ceases, Lamentations Chapter 3, verse 22 to 23. The Thanksgiving service in two parts will be hosted by the founder and executive chairman, Mr. Eric Sedi Kutoche. Friday, January 12, 2024, all night from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. at the Trinity Temple Assemblies of God Church, TTAG Community Temple, Ministry in Word. Reverend Mark Sese, National Missions Director, Assemblies of God, Sierra Leone, Reverend Sujit Alex, Thames North Area Leader, Assemblies of God, UK, Sunday, January 14th, 2024, Thanksgiving service at the main auditorium of the Accra International Conference Center at 10 a.m. Guest Speaker, Most Reverend Dr. Paul Kwabena Boafo, Presiding Bishop, the Methodist Church, Ghana. Special guest of honor, the Chief Justice, Her Ladyship, Mrs. Gertrude Araba Esaba Saki Tokomo. Ministering in music will be Team Eternity and others. Also in attendance will be His Eminence, Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams, Reverend Dr. Stephen Yanusam Wengam, General Superintendent, Assemblies of God, Ghana, Reverend Professor Paul Frimpon Mansu, Immediate Past General Superintendent, Assemblies of God, Ghana, Reverend Dr. Silvanos Amagashichi Elon, Head Pastor, Trinity. Temple, Assemblies of God, Ghana, Reverend Mark Sese, National Missions Director, Assemblies of God, Syria Lu, Reverend Sujit Alex, Thames North Area Leader, Assemblies of God, UK, Apostle Professor Kojo Ninfo Opoku Onina, Reverend Dr. Lawrence Tete, Reverend Eastwood Anaba, Reverend Dr. Joyce Ai, Reverend Eddie Annan, Assemblies of God UK and other senior clergy. For more details, contact 020-854-3441 or 050-148-2580. It's the First Sky Group 21st Thanksgiving service. Don't miss it. Thanks for staying with us. Now, the Member of Parliament for Asante Achim Central, Kwame Aimado Inchi, who is seeking re-election to lead the New Patriotic Party in the constituency, has denied accusations of orchestrating the complaint against his opponent to the OSP, Kofi Osu Nkansa, CEO of the National Entrepreneur Innovative Program, currently contesting against the incumbent MP for the second time, was arrested by the OSP on allegations of using official funds for vote buying. He has denied the allegations and has now been granted bill by the OSP. Mr. Ayimedu contends that suggestions of his involvement in the arrest are speculative and baseless. Something I am not. And whatever the secretary is saying is mere speculation. So I am not the compliment. I have not reported Kofi of so we have confirmed that you indeed are not the one but it's a constituent why would they accuse you of being the one who made the complaints uh, it's, it's something I'm competing again and uh, 
it gives me some confidence that probably because among the three of us contesting for the pending uh, parliamentary primaries of Adamsia in Central, I'm probably the strongest. Uh, maybe an accusing finger might be pointing at me, but I am not. And uh, the secretary, when he says it emphatically, he was not even sure. He was relying on uh, the fact that somebody had informed him. Unfortunately, that's the secretary that he said informed him, said that he hadn't even spoken to me for weeks, and that he had also not communicated to the secretary. So his allegation is unfounded. But Andy Apia, could be a member of parliament on the subsidiary legislative committee, asserts that while the case is disturbing, the actions by the NEIP boss do not amount to corruption. I'm very disturbed about the situation. Uh, but I think we have to throw the light bigger and wider than we are seeing now. Because I don't see so much of corruption, but I see so much of monetization. Mm. We need to define the two concepts separately and see where actually we can put our finger. To be honest with you, uh, by interpretation of corruption per our status, it has a different meaning and connotation altogether than what is happening now because there is an expectation of an influence using materialism. There is an expectation of a performance which would otherwise have been contrary to that which you have done and which will be situated within the law and which makes it unlawful for you to have done, then we can pronounce corruption. Indeed, giving money to somebody cannot be interpreted as corruption. And also, even if you're a public officer, if somebody gives you money and it is unable to influence you to act contrary to what your office requires, that cannot be a complete uh, chain of uh, event that has uh, culminated in corruption. So we need to be careful uh, to understand uh, the concepts very well, to be able to apportion the blame and apply the law. Um, in this particular instance, I read that uh, there is an allegation of uh, the CEO having used public funds wrongly. Does it make it corruption? Uh, if you take money that doesn't belong to you from one position to the other, to your benefit, that is stealing. That may not necessarily be corruption, but stealing, because corruption will go beyond the stealing to identify the action of the receiver and situate it within the law and see whether it is inconsistent. That's your position. Meanwhile, Alex Sebefia, the Director of International Relations for the National Democratic Congress, argues that the laws on vote buying needs to be amended. I commend the OSP. I really commend him. Because we have a canker, and it must stop somewhere. And the ability to stop it must also start somewhere. This idea that it is everywhere. If you're on the motorway and you're all traveling at 100 mph and they stop your car, it is never an excuse in court that they should have stopped all the cars mm. <laughs> traveling at 100 mph. 
and therefore you cannot be prosecuted. No. So, as far as I'm concerned, the OSP is well within his rights, first of all, to act on a complaint from someone. We are yet to clarify that issue. But once he has a complaint, then he is duty-bound to investigate. And no matter what the outcome, and let me use this opportunity to tell the OSP that, look, he is a new body, the leader of a new body, that is going to be very difficult for people to stomach. He's already in a difficult position because of the act that brought him into force and his limited powers in inverted commerce due to the Attorney General actually having the power of... But he must show direction, and he must go as far as he can go and not get too frustrated. Because the frustration will come. The moment you are going to deal with corruption, with regarding public officers, politicians, etc., there will be frustration. Because we have a protectionist policy in our political parties, and more so in some than others, but we will leave that for now. Let's try and be as neutral as possible. And it, it becomes imperative that he does what he knows he can do within the law. Sometimes you get it wrong. Sometimes it will be difficult. But he must keep going. Because once he lights the torch, we can then light other torches as we go along. We can amend our laws. We may have to do an amendment to the Constitution at some point, but at least there is a clear-cut vision, which, and he is the second OSP. Let's mm. be clear. The frustration didn't start today. <laughs> so it is there, and it's live. So I commend him. And if it is sharing of money, to say that the others have been, no, you have, there's a specific allegation. And this is the way to go. What concerns me more is what effect does it really have, except for propaganda or mischief purposes in the actual election? Has marked its 29th anniversary with a Thanksgiving service held at Victory Bible Church in Kukumlimi here in Accra. The event attended by management and staff was a moment of reflection and appreciation for the divine guidance that has shaped the company's journey. There's more in this report. The atmosphere at Victory Bible Church was charged with overwhelming sense of gratitude as the multimedia group convened for the company's annual Thanksgiving service. The occasion, dedicated to commemorating 29 years of unwavering commitment to independent, fearless and credible journalism, saw management and staff in attendance. Chris Chum, the CEO, and the board chair, Kukwawachi, took the pulpit to acknowledge the divine hand that has guided the company since its inception. 29 years of unlimited provision and protection, 29 years of joy, and 29 years of nadum. So team, we have many reasons to shout loud hallelujahs and to celebrate God. And that's why we are here today. From two radio stations to six launched multi-TV, and, and now here we are 10 years later, stronger than ever, more committed to our values, more fearless, more independent, and I'm really proud to be part of that. What accounts for that? Ultimately, it is God's favor. 
Their speeches resonated with reflections on the challenges the company has overcome, milestones achieved, and the resilience of the team in the pursuit of journalistic excellence. The congregation, in a show of gratitude, sang praises and danced, creating an ambience of celebration. Some management team members shared their thoughts on the relevance of the day. Staff members expressed their satisfaction of being part of a company that has consistently upheld the principles of independent, fearless and credible journalism. So we are here to thank God for his goodness, his mercies, all he's done for us since the inception of this company. We believe that as we start a new year, there is the need to thank him. Is the reason we came here today. It's our annual Thanksgiving service and it's something we do every year. For me, I don't absent myself because God has done a lot for multimedia. I've been dreaming to work with multimedia all my life and for me to be a star for over 10 years. I'll be 10 years in April this year. It's, it's amazing. I mean, I did my service here 13 years ago and then I got employed 10 years ago. Multimedia is still multimedia. And I love every bit of it. We, we are grateful to God for yet another year. At the Multimedia Group, one of our key values is the principle of integrity. And we also have a strong belief in the presence of God in our business. For us, God first before others. And we have decided that every year we will gather and show gratitude to God. For his grace and mercy. It was, it was powerful. Um, it was impactful. We had a great time in the Lord. It's always good to come together, even as a corporate um, unit, to um, worship God. So th this has been good. What do I wish for, for multimedia in the next 29 years? And more blessings, more of God, more of God's favor, and of course, more of... Um, more of peopleness. Also in Kumasi, it was a moment of joy, gratitude, and reflections as the Kumasi business unit of the multimedia group also poured their hearts out in endless worship and praise at the Miracle Manor Church. Imano Bartkweko has more in this report. A solemn moment of worship ushering staff of Love and Israel FM at the Multimedia Kumasi Business Unit into a time of prayer in appreciation of God's mercies and goodness in the past year. As the fragrance of worship echoed the church premises through the heavens, it was capped with heavy praise of adoration. Led by the Miracle Manor Church Choir, the foundation of the church auditorium shook as staff danced their hearts out for God's protection. God said, I should tell you that he will be with you. In exhortation, head pastor at the Miracle Manor Church, Bishop Joy Obed Obey, underscored the need to have the presence of God lead the company while charging the business to understand their brand and influence in the media landscape. As we are thanking God today, we must stay focused on our core preposition. We must understand the power 
of our brand the power of our brand and become intentional with the brand we must know what actually multimedia stands for and we must be able to push the brand to the glory of god committed to upholding ethical values and standard for the past 29 years workers were charged to work collaboratively for a highly productive year with focus on the theme a year of renaissance and prosperity general manager at lava FM, jimmy agra delivered a speech on behalf of the ceo of the company in the spirit of this year's theme the year of renaissance and prosperity let us embark on a collective commitment to reach new heights. The challenges we face are opportunities for growth, and the successes we celebrate are markers of our collective strength. As a CEO, I urge each member of our team to embrace this renaissance with vigor and passion. Let our creativity, innovation, and unwavering commitment propel us to greater achievements. Together, we shall continue to build on the legacy of excellence that defines the multimedia group. In a new year with numerous uncertainties, staff at the company are expecting a good and prosperous new year. For me, I believe we have to move into the new year with the same grace, especially being an election year. We pray that uh, the peace that we currently enjoy will still persist. A lot of things might change, a lot of dynamics might come in, but then the question is, we need to be prepared for the challenge ahead. For me as a brand leader for Inshira FM, I've seen a lot of light, I've seen a lot of light ahead of us in the year 2024. If you look at few weeks in January, what has even happened on radio, it tells you clearly that yes, indeed, uh, our brand is growing and getting to that highest height. We have a long year ahead of us, but the Lord will see us through as he has always, you know, done in the past. So I know, I know, if nothing, multimedia will still thrive. After spirit-filled moments before God, the group is poised for their perpetual influence in the media landscape in Ashanti region and beyond, impacting lives and also producing good content for their listeners. From here at the Miracle Manor Church at Kumasi, my name is Emmanuel Brightquick. And from here in our car, my name is Faustina Safo. That's our wrap up the bulletin. For more news, please log on to myjohnline.com. Have a pleasant afternoon.